You are listening to the We Hired a Sitter for this podcast. We hired a sitter for this. We have a roster of like seven sitters. I'm spending $3,000 on paints. Do you go to therapy? Never have, no. There was a small fire. I put it out. Real talk. Next. The stakes are too high with my baby. Comedy, parenting, marriage, life. We do it all. I'm a dad and I'm busy. I have an opinion. I don't know if it'll be right, but uh, I'm Patrick. My name is Gastro. We hired a Hey, what's up? We are live. We're not live, but we are on the Jackie Robinson Expressway. Welcome to another episode of We Hired a Sitter for This. We're going upstate. We're driving through Brooklyn and Queens right now. We're going to a gig. Gastor just said goodbye to the kids. You did not hire a sitter. I did not. I'm trusting that they are worthy to be sitterless, you know? Yeah. I think it's time, you know? Uh, We had a long pep talk. I told them what they are allowed to cook when I'm not there. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah, uh, what's the menu? So, uh, I left a few things that were microwave ready. Uh, Gabby made some pasta yesterday. I also ordered a Domino's pizza. Oh, nice. Left that out. And I told my mom to bring over some uh, dinner. Uh, and it's 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 uh, 2.30 when I left them. They gotta make it till 7 when Gabby gets home. Yeah. So I feel like that's enough. That's not too crazy. So it's like a five and a half hour gap? Yeah. They'll be okay. I think they can manage that. Like, they... They've, I there's a part of me that like I told Gabby this, but I didn't, I didn't do it because I, I I don't want to get into a fight with Gabby. Yeah. But there's a part of me that like was debating on not saying anything and just leaving, and wondering if they noticed. Right. Because I feel they're at the age where like they could do seven hours of iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I and my office is downstairs, so like they might have just behaved as if the illusion of dad was in the building, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I, I feel like that would have been better than telling them, hey, I'm leaving, uh, <laughs> you know? Did you ever have the urge to install, like, security cameras? Like, would you like to be able to, like, tap into the, what is it, the Ring app or something and, like, see where your kids are right now? Would you like to have that power? In, in there's moments where, like, I want to be able to make them think I have that. Right. But I don't want that. Yeah. No, I want to I want to build their ability to do it and I don't want the the stress of that. I feel like uh when you have that kind of access to information, um it almost always works against you. Like yeah, yeah. you know too much. Yeah. Hey, I don't want to know everything. Like there's certain times where like on the rail like I'm actually happy they break rules. Yeah. I think that's important. Like I'm willing to bet they already have like secrets yeah, that like, yeah. yo, we did this thing and we got away with it. Mom and dad don't know, but we're better for it as brother and sister. Right. You know, I think that's important to build those moments. I don't want to know that because then as a parent, I have to correct it out. Yeah. yeah. And that's just as important as my parenting. In fact, I'd argue more so because they're going to be around longer than I am. Yeah. And I actually, I don't think, uh, I don't think security cameras and, uh, and, like yeah like the ring cameras i don't think it's making us better like even the ones that catch thieves and stuff on people's porches like there's something about that that creeps me out more that we are in such a surveillance state like where you can like there's a camera on you at all times yeah you know like there's people dash cams too like all that kind of stuff it, it just creeps me out and i think a lot of people do rely on it for their kids like nanny cams and stuff like that which I suppose is good. It's like good for the reason it's for. But once you start like keeping tabs on your husband or wife's comings and goings, or like what's your neighbor up to, or uh, you know, I don't know. I, I can't think of all the examples. But I think for some reason I just don't like feeling like I'm being recorded when I don't know I'm being recorded. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly one time that I knew I wanted to get it, and then I knew I was wrong for getting it. There, uh, I'm, I'm, I own my building. I throw out the trash twice a week. Yeah. And I throw it out the night before. Then the morning after, I have to pull in the trash cans. Right. Um, there was consistently one to two bags being stolen from me. Like, I would put it in the... In, I would throw out the trash. Like, bags of trash were being stolen? Uh, the new bag that I would put oh, in... I see. ...in yes. the bin after yeah. I threw out the trash. Yeah. So, I'd, cl- I'd, I'd bring in the bins. i put the new contain... The new, uh, the new trash bags in at 7 o'clock in the morning. Okay. And then at 9, I'd walk out to, like, buy a sandwich, and one of them is gone. Yeah. And... That... First of all, let's... <laughs> that... What are the... De- what is the desperation... When you're just like, I don't feel like buying, I don't, I'm not going to buy 
garbage bags. I'll just go around town and just take whatever ones are available. Straight up. Like, and that, that's a lot of work. Yo, it was dead. And, like, he hit different people on the block. So, like, all of us were equally mad, but nobody was, like, the most mad, if yeah, you will. Yeah. And, like, I, I would tell my dad about it. And my dad's like, we getting cameras. Uh-huh. You know? And I'm like, yo, this first, thank you. But, like, this ain't your building. I got it. Uh-huh. You know? But, like. He kept saying it, and I was getting at it. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm getting a camera. I'm going to spend $200 setting up a camera system for my building yeah. to protect myself from the depth of these 17-cent bags. <laughs> you know, like, I was the, so infuriated. The, were they the heavy-gauge black bags? Yeah, and that Those was, are nice bags. They are. Those are really nice bags. It was quality. I'm not, yeah. I, I don't cheap out on my building. I get it. But, man, like, I was so heated over this. And, like, when I would talk about it, like, I talked about it at my deli, the corner store dude was like, yo, we should all get together. Yeah, We yeah. should look in, and I'm like, yo. Na- neighborhood watch. Yeah, over this space. Over household supplies. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I got inside, and I'm like, man, like, yo, if somebody needs a 17-cent bag, like, I think I'd give them the bag. Yes, yeah, You know, so, yeah. like, why am I stressing this this much? You know what I mean? So I just kind of let it go, and, like, yeah. I just consider it, like, a local, like, uh, donation. Yes. Like this is what I give to my community. I give away roughly two to three bags a yeah. month. So you never did find out. I never found out. Wow. And and that was the other thing. Like when I was talking it over with my boys, like I kept finding it. Like everybody was like, "Yo, when we find that, we gonna stomp them out." I'm like, "We stomping out people over bags? <laughs> like <laughs> we gotta stomp them out and then put them in the bag <laughs> to get rid of the body." Yo, we were so and like I had everybody really ready for this war. I'm like, yeah. yo. <laughs> We haven't fought since we were kids, but like I feel like we had better reasons back then. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm fighting people over plastic bags being taken from my trash can. Uh, we're better than this people. Yes. So yes. yeah, and, and I feel like that. And did it st- did it stop? It still has it. It's it's gotten lesser. So, yeah. um, admittedly, I, the more I thought about it, I feel like it's someone that was in need. That like you know yeah, like probably yeah. a local. Uh, I mean, maybe they're building a shelter out of it. Maybe yeah. And you never know. Again, like if that person would have came up to me and said, "Hey, I need seventeen cent or I need a bag," while I was throwing out my trash, I would have just gave them the bag. Yeah. So why am I fighting it just because they're taking it at a different time? A, B, it's someone in my community that needs this way more than I do. Yeah. You know, and then C, like even if none of that was true, like imagine me having to tell my kids, "You're the bag ranger." Real talk. I'm like, yo. uh, I'm going to be in jail for the next five years. Why? I defended our plastic bags. <laughs> you know, the honor of yeah. our family. <laughs> like, <laughs> also, also, I'm willing to bet that when you talked it over with everybody at the corner store, that the local, like, tribal politics involved with that ancient ritual of talking things out with the community actually led to it being less of a problem. Yeah. Like, somebody told somebody or somebody... Talk to who they thought maybe it was or whatever. Yeah, I can pe- see that. Pe- somebody had a direct conversation at some point, and it just took care of itself. Yeah. Because that's one thing too is like people want to snitch by showing the video clip of the kid uh, stealing the Amazon package or whatever, instead of saying to the kid like, "Hey, when you take that from me, that that is a disrespect to my property or insecurity or whatever." Yeah. Uh, Nobody wants to talk to the person. Obviously, a lot of times they're not home when it's happening. But my point is that, like, in person-to-person accountability is way more powerful than snitching to the cops or to Facebook or whatever with the with the ring camera footage. That's real talk. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I had a I had a package stolen once from my from my stoop. It was uh, it was actually the uh, one of the Black Magic uh, cameras that we you know we've been using yeah. for like shooting video for our stand-up sets and that's a big deal it, that, that I mean, pissed me off it was I, I think i would i would track that person down <laughs> and, yo and i was close i was yeah. doing it so i called the cops i placed the report um the uh the company i got it from wouldn't give me the refund mm. um when i when i uh they you know it was a whole thing yeah i uh I'm, while I'm waiting for the cops to show up to do the report so that I could uh, <clears throat> hopefully fight it with my credit card. Yeah, yeah. The neighbors uh, kind of hear what's happening. They're like, yo, what's going on? They're like, yo, somebody took gas to his camera. And they're like, oh, word. And they're like, nah, it's the ones he uses for his comedy stuff. Oh, that, yo, that dude's funny. Yo, he's mad cool. And the community was mad because, like, this dude just trying to do something different is being prevented from doing that right now. Right. 
and then the box just appeared. Yeah, yeah, that's like, interesting. Just a day later, yeah. Yeah. The, it was beat up, but it was there. <laughs> like it, it, it had a few hours of uh, operation <laughs> put clocked on the camera, but hopefully they shot something good with Yo, it. Yo, it showed up. Even had the. Uh, the uh, DaVinci Resolve dongle. Wow. <laughs> I was like, yo, you could have took that, but like, gave me the whole thing back. Yeah. But uh, yeah, to your point, like the community like kind of defended me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a good story, and it's good to be in the car with you. Uh, I don't know. Who knows if this will be a successful pod? I'm I I I got to keep us safe while we're driving. But I did want to update you on a couple things. Doing this podcast with you has improved my marriage. The, oh, the that's results, awesome. The results are in. Hell yeah. I love it's, to hear it's that. It's improved my marriage, but it's also applied some pressure. Oh, uh, my fault. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell me, tell well, me. Well, the big news is tomorrow night, I don't have any gigs. It's Saturday, tomorrow night, and uh, I have no work, so uh, we booked a spa date. We're going to go to the spa tomorrow night. Love you, that. You had love a great that. idea. We, we literally, the other night, we're like, let's go on a date Saturday night. We'll book a sitter. What are we going to do? And Ross is like laying it on thick. She's like, you know, I, I really like to be surprised. You know, spontaneous plans would be cool. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take her out dancing in the neighborhood. We like to dance, uh, go to an old restaurant we loved. And I, every time I thought about it, I was like, man, this I, I got to figure out like something that'll feel fun, but close to home and whatever. And I just basically every time it felt like too much pressure to come up with a great idea, I've moved my mind moved on to thinking about other things. Yeah. And anyway, today she texted and she said, why don't we just go to the spa like Gastor suggested? And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what we need because we're both exhausted. Yeah. We're both working too hard with stuff. And you recommended do a date that suits the mood. Yeah. I think is what you said. And our mood is exhausted, so we're going to go to Bath House in Williamsburg. Yeah, uh, man. So do thank it. you for that. I, I'm excited to hear that, man. You got you got to listen to your needs, you know, and like or listen to we hired a sitter <laughs> for this and listen to Gastor's ideas. Amen. I will tell you what your needs are. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and your rates are a hundred dollars an hour. So if anybody needs dating or marriage coaching, just I got you. Reach out, and uh, he will just give you the best advice. Bro, so I'm pro-rated too, so like it's cost-effective. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. It's a sliding scale. If you're uh, newlyweds, you got to pay more because that's a mess. Bro, talk. I'm uh, getting you through the tough times. You know. No, I guess I guess newlyweds, they're they're happy. They're they're in the that first year. It's the blissful honeymoon phase, I guess. Yeah, it, it sans kids. Yes. I think with kids, it uh, not that it's unhappy, but it's stressful. Yeah, so that's maybe maybe your your rate is higher if there's kids involved. Yeah. Because you can't be planning for a whole family for, yeah, nah, for the couple's rate. It's different work. It's different work. Yeah. Now, I love to hear that, man, sincerely. Like, uh, um, I think that's one of the, uh, the things that's uh, lacking from a lot of male dialogue. Yeah. You know, like uh, how to be happily married as a man, how to do it uh, long term, how to do it in a way that also doesn't feel emasculating. Mm -hmm. um, I know like a lot of those things are important uh, to, to dudes and I think uh, they're, they're either scared to have those combos or don't have spaces to have those combos. Right. Um, and I think it's, it's important. It's, it's one of, and it's admittedly one of the things that uh, I don't hear enough of that our dads passed on to us. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Pardon me. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, and um, yeah, I think it'll be not like you. You talked about getting your nails done. That that's one I I would have suggested too, because like yeah, we've we've I've gotten a pedicure next to her while she's getting a, a, her nails done and stuff like that. It, it yeah, like I think a lot of people would be like, I'm not doing that gay shit with yeah, my wife. I get it. And uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> That's part of the challenge of being married is like staying connected in a way that suits you and your partner. Yeah, I get it. Like we grew up at a different time where those things weren't, uh, you know, the core cultural norms. You're right. But I got to tell you, uh, your feet will be happier. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. like, yo, you, you can still be a gangster and have great feet, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you're gonna be wearing uh, the co your, your gang colors and Timberland boots uh, and getting up to no good in the middle of the night, you might as well have nice feet. Yeah, your feet deserve it. And but like, like, do it to your comfort. Like, I don't paint my nails. I literally yeah. just do the soak and the uh, the heel scrub. Yeah, 
Get your cuticles trimmed? Yeah, like I, I do the stuff that I would have done poorly for myself. Right. You know, I have someone do it. It feels good. It's similar to like going to a restaurant. Like the yeah. food tastes better because someone's preparing it for you. And they're experts at that. Right. You know, I, I'm able to do the basics, but like, you know, like I don't, I, I, in a pinch, I'll shape up my hair. But I, if I'm if I'm on TV, I'm not, I'm not doing my haircut. Yeah, yeah. Same idea. Yeah. So every now and then for a special occasion... You and the missus get together, y'all do that. Let her do the crazy toe design on her on her nails, and you just get your feet like massaged and soaked. Right. You know, you spent 40, 50 hours working that week. You, you will be happy you did it. And then the other thing was uh, Tuesday night we recorded a, a podcast episode. I think that one aired. Yeah, that the the most recent episode. Yes, uh, we I drove you home, and you said, "Hey, I gotta I gotta." make a pit stop because I got to run a romantic errand yes, and uh, we found ourselves at a flower shop at 10 o'clock at night uh, you, you had to get a couple bouquets for you what, who, who were you shopping for so it was uh, it was Gabby's birthday so uh, Gabby's birthday was the next day I had a long work day so I wanted to make sure that I preemptively let her know yes. hey even though I'm busy you're still top of mind yes so I got her flowers and um Every year, I like to give her mom flowers as like, a, hey, thank you for, uh, you know, raising this person that is the most important person in my life. And you usually sync that up with Gabby's with birthday? With Gabby, yeah. Which is a, a really nice gesture because Ross and I talked about this when Franny turned one. We remember feeling like it's great and all that it's Franny's birthday and, of course, you know, happy birthday to her, but, like, that date feels so much more important to us yeah. than our own birthdays now. Big so time. Gabby's mom probably really appreciates that you recognize that that's a big day for her. Yeah, and Gabby's mom is a dope mom, and she has five kids, and Gabby was the first. So there's, like, a lot to that day wow. for her. So, yeah, I think it's important. I got into that habit a while ago. Like, uh, my boy Mark, uh, for his birthday, I actually rarely get him a gift, but and, but he had a, a barbecue every year at his house. Yeah. So I'd bring his mom flowers because it's like, I'm going to buy Mark a beer or something later. Yeah, but, like, yeah. you know, his mom, like, raised this man that is important to me. Like, that's right. my homie. Like, we, that's, that's my ride or die right there. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm appreciative of that. And unlike Mark, who I see and speak with regularly, she's not going to know that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yo, there's one day where, like, this random dude from Brooklyn that's been uh, taking his son out to do reckless stuff. <laughs> just want to let you know we're here together. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I'm appreciative of you and the efforts you put to make this man somebody whose morals I admire and have made me a better person. I love it. Hell yeah, B. Yeah, so you inspired me. We're going to the flower shop. Of course, I can't go to the flower shop and not get flowers for my own wife. Especially uh, if I'm doubling down. Yeah, I'm getting you, two you, flowers? you got two big ass bouquets. <laughs> you went with the double forty dollar option. I'm like, I'm going I'm going half size. I'm going twenty dollar option. It wasn't a birthday. Uh, you, you you bring it in extra. That's a good call. Yeah, this was yeah, this was just an impromptu uh and you you're so classy you offered to just buy Ross's flowers for me, which is appreciated and kind, but <laughs> Ross I did not let him do that. He did not uh, uh, I, I felt, I felt like, and I'm, I'm very, I'm very like anti toxic masculinity. Yeah. Like, and I, but I recognize where I have it. I definitely have plenty of it, but for some reason that was a case where it felt like, oh no, 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 no guy is <laughs> going to buy my white flowers under my name, but with his <laughs> financial institution. Yeah, I gotta uh, tell you, that surprised me. I was like, I, I, I thought I would say that, not you. I was like, oh, <laughs> my boy P's modern. You know, he's good. He's evolved. Now, nah, put Patrick put his foot down. He's like, I ain't doing yeah, this. I don't know why. And uh, yeah, like he said it polite, but in my head, I heard like, you ain't buying none of this shit, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you watch your step. Watch your step. <laughs> but like, nah, like, cause it, it wasn't even on some like. Buy her is just I feel like uh, you know you would give me a ride home yeah, so yeah, like yeah, I was just yeah. you know like no. yeah you well, know what there I mean? are times there are times where my mind goes straight to uh, like money like oh the simplest answer to this money issue is that this person just pays for that yeah. and we just do that and it's like simple but then there's like then there's times where it's like oh wait there's like meaning behind that and yeah. I'm like. I can be a little bit uh, uh, too technically thinking and not thinking about the emotions behind a thing. 
No, uh, I dig it. I, I, I fully get your, your, the reason you did it. I would have done the same. Yeah. But uh, my my uh, offer was pure. Yes. No, hey, and you we're all I mean? family now. This, yeah, this B. Is, I this, love this. This podcast, it's got a rotating cast of parental figures hosting it. So, yeah, it's all it's all good. Real talk. 2025, uh, we're going to get Gabby on the pod. That's going to be yes, crazy. Yes, yes. It's going to be a uh, very short appearance because uh, she doesn't do any of this stuff. Do you think, though, she's got feelings. That, like, she's she seems like she's probably got opinions that she would want to put out there. Nah, not at all. She has feelings. She has opinions. Uh, I don't I don't think she cares at all for like uh, people seeing or hearing from her. She doesn't do yeah, yeah. all of that. And she probably has close friendships where she can express herself consistently. Yeah, like, and she did that earlier than me. Like uh, she's always been like that. Like I yeah. I've, I've known Gabby as like she she's always had like a best friend since like I can remember. Uh, yeah. And like she has people that she kind of connects with. She has like the girls' night. Where like her like the fearsome foursome that she goes to chill with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she has like her peoples that she vibes with really well. Um, in some ways, I even say like she's gotten closer to my friends than I have uh-huh. over the last few years too. So yeah, like even like that women, squad. Women don't need a podcast. Women have <laughs> have friends. Hell yeah. Uh, this is how I've, I'm telling you. Comedy and podcasting is what's helped me evolve as a man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to learn how to interface with other people, collaborate, share ideas, get vulnerable. Uh, talk, literally. And, so, and sometimes it's the opposite of all those like sensitive, touchy feely things and it's well it's more often I guess like sort of puffing out your chest and learning how to like kind of find your alpha way through a community or whatever and kind of be the biggest version of yourself. Amen. Amen. Uh, I yeah, think it's interesting. We growing, baby. Um, I can't remember if I said this to you. I want to. I, I want to give all the gas store updates I can think of in regards <laughs> to wisdom you've dropped, and now that we're we're applying it in our home. Uh, the the last one that I can remember, and I, I please stop me if I said this last week on the podcast, but. Franny now has a Franny drawer in the kitchen. Yeah, we started the, talking about that. The drawer, yeah. the drawer didn't happen yet. The so we got raisins and snacks, different snacks. We're gonna put in the drawer that she's allowed to go in the kitchen whenever she wants. She can get her own snacks from this bottom drawer, and then the bottom of the fridge has her juice boxes that she can go get if she wants them. I so love now, that. now we have the control to say. If you're in there, it only it's only to go in your drawer or to get a juice box, uh, etc. So I uh, love that because like now when you present it to her, she has things she could do that are positive. Yeah. And I would even list it as separate things. Yeah. So that it sounds like so many good things, even yeah. though they're all in the drawer. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but like it sounds like more good things than bad. So yeah. she could like block out the bad. Anything yeah. that scares you. She's not even thinking about that. Yeah. I got juice boxes. I got raisins. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And then we're trying to maximize uh, the things she can do when one of us is in there. Like last night, right. I was cooking dinner. I picked her up from daycare. I'm cooking the dinner in the kitchen, and she stood next to me on her stool. And, you know, I just I narrated what I was doing uh, and what things she, you know, don't touch the knives. That's for grown-ups. The knives and the open flames are for the grown-ups and... You can watch me and ask me any questions. Uh, and she had like a little snack she could eat while she was observing. And it was like, it feels very doable to like, yeah, like just tell her, just talk out loud about what what I'm doing. And that's sort of enough. Yeah, that's dope. We, uh, I used to keep uh, like the tougher plastic spoons, like from Chipotle or like uh, Wendy's Chili one. And like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I would use those for her to like uh, learn how to make PB and J's. Yeah. There was no danger. She could throw it out. There was no dish. Right. Um, and it's something that like she felt like she was doing her own thing. Uh huh. Um, and you know they're horrendous at first. She doesn't know how to spread the peanut butter because it's too uh-huh. thick. Yeah. Uh, jellies everywhere, but like it's safe. Right. And she's doing stuff like us. Yeah. So she had like her own area that like we could kind of maintain like I this is where it's always going to be dirty yeah but she did them <clears throat> that's your pro and it was the thing that they both learned how to make first yeah that's great and it's healthiest you know like you can get like natural peanut butter get some good bread some like uh you could get you get fancy with the with the spreads you know what I mean get like some orange marmalade uh 
or like some cherry thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It go crazy. And she'll feel. What's the difference between preserves and jelly? Um, I uh, I can't find preserves in my neighborhood, but I can find them in yours. That's the only difference. That's how I know. Like, okay, I'm in Bushwick now. All right. <laughs> I go to that uh that that uh deli with all the vegan and uh, fancy products by uh yeah. by Tiny Cupboard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that place. They make like a real good smoothie. You know, I I almost killed my daughter with the smoothie from there though. Well, too much ginger. It uh, it had, it, it had a cashew as like the thirty, oh, like the thirteenth product. Yeah, she's got no allergies. She has yeah, allergies. That tree nuts. Yeah. Oh my god, that's scary. Almost took out the game, yo. Was, Wait, so what does that mean? She drank. She took a sip and she took reacted. a sip of it, and like in, and like literally within five minutes, we was like, oh, we gotta go to the hospital. Oh my god. Crazy. Was it before your gig or after your gig? Um, it was uh, it was a random day. Like I think I brought it home. Like I was on the way home from oh, the gig. Okay. Okay. And like uh, I was hanging out at the crib And like I was trying to do like Introduce healthier food So I brought like some vegan sandwiches uh, And I brought these smoothies They had like protein powder And like uh, fruits and vegetables And poison And poison So oh my God. <laughs> yeah she was she That's she was so like, scary. She yeah, like I felt terrible. I had to keep telling anybody at the hospital, like, yeah, it's me, I did it, I'm sorry. What is what does that look like when, when she has a reaction? Um her breathing like it's tougher, like her throat closes up. Oh my god. Um and uh Do you have like a face control? Yeah, she got an EpiPen, so we did that. And uh, you know, we gotta take it to the hospital. It takes like, you know, 10, 12 hours for them to tell us that I you didn't uh kill your kid this time. Oh my uh, god. So you know, just uh a lot of people uh, telling you don't do this again, uh, and they they tell her, but then you know she tells them that it was my fault. So then I, they gotta all talk to me very like special needs ish, like you're, you're <laughs> right. okay, like don't you know you yeah. know this ain't the job. Uh, but Whoa, yeah, that's really really scary. I'm glad everybody was okay. It worked out, man. It was on me, like I said, like uh, but I will I will partly blame Seamless. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I clicked on the stuff to order so that I could pick it up when I got there. Yeah. And the the smoothie had like 13 things in it. Yeah. And this was the 13th thing. So it was listed as like dot, dot, dot. Right. So I didn't see it in the thing. I had she's like, allergic to cashews. She's not, allergic to cashews. Not ellipses. <laughs> there we go. You know? Oh, man. It was, it was scary. Only thing that made me feel better is that like, uh, we found out she was allergic, like, when she was, like, three. But yeah. Gabby did that. Yeah. Oh, you found out in a bad... Yeah, Gabby gave her, like, a cashew, and she, like, instantly swelled, swelled up. Man. So I was like, all right, cool. I messed up, too, but, like, you messed up first. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm like, we're, we're in this together. We both, you know, we, we both good parents with a with a bad day. We had that a similar thing with that when Franny was, like, only three or four months old. Uh... I was clipping her fingernails and I was always really proud that I'm good with stuff like that and I'm not scared of stuff like that and uh, I can handle this and I'm just going to do it and because we both, you know, it's like a sharp object close to your kid's hands, you know? Right, right. And I, I clipped off the tip of one of, uh, oh. of her thumb. Like, I, 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 I fucked up and she, it was really, yeah. it, it sucked. She was bleeding. It was painful for her. And she's so tiny, and it's like scary, you know. And like, yeah. I, I remember thinking, like, she's bleeding so much. How much blood does she even have? Like, she's so right. tiny. Like, is there enough in there? And there was. It was fine, and we wrapped it up, and um, we did take her to the uh, pediatrician because she put some of that like glue on there, basically. Right, right. Uh, and then. And I felt horrible, and Ross, I felt judged by Ross. Like, she's <laughs> like, I knew you, we shouldn't do this. And, like, it was basically, it felt like an I told you so vibe. Yeah. And then one month later, Ross was like, let me do it this time. Same exact thumb, re, re-cuts the same spot. Jeez. And it was Ross that time, and it was so horrible. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're getting listeners to turn off the show because nobody wants to hear about this uh and I'm, I'm starting to feel woozy thinking about it again but, but i'm wondering like what's wrong with your daughter's finger like what kind of shape is it in? It's, it was mangled it was mangled it is like uh 
missing uh, one knuckle's worth. Um, no, it's all good now, but it, man, it and it's not that much skin came off, but there's so many capillaries, I guess, uh, that it was pretty bloody. Now look at this, out with look this Green. seamless guy on a scooter on the Hutchinson Parkway. That's this determination, y'all. Yeah. Real talk, man. That bike is too small for this road. Shouts to food delivery dudes, man. They really get it done. I'm always impressed with them, yo. They 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 about their business. And he's getting on 95. I'm certain that's illegal. I <laughs> we don't have a camera to point at the road, but um, he's getting it done though. Yeah. So, man, that's scary when a kid. Yeah, hurt, injuring your kid in any way is uh, is scary stuff. Does he have a license plate on the load? Yeah, it's right below the. Maybe it is illegal. I need to get a license plate on like the electric. Uh, Little scooters. Yeah. Go figure. I'm gonna get around him. He's he's got he's got Uber Eats to deliver. Amen. Respect. Gang gang. I like that right there, yo. Um alright, so what else? Oh I wanted to tell you so we're in the Kia Sorrento. This could th maybe this episode is just a checking back in on old topics episode. Yeah. You I, I, I gotta tell you, it's it's, it's growing on me. The car, the car. <laughs> you're, I, I you're, think, you're in acceptance. Yeah, you know, it's uh, uh it's more spacious than I, I figured. Um, I feel like you. I'm, I'm not in the back seat, but yeah. from here I don't. Uh, I would have thought you oversold the the the, the bacon food situation. Oh yeah, yeah. The, no, that's under her car seat. If okay. we open, go under her car seat, we'll find a treasure trove of um, fossilized fuel, uh, foods. There we go. We got snacks for later, baby. Yeah, gold, I mean? goldfish from three seasons ago. <laughs> Are these green on purpose? You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is new. So this, I'll, I'm, I'll point out the yeah. imperfections. We got a crack in the windshield. Hell this yeah. is literally one week old. I came outside and that was there. I posted, you know I use Reddit as a resource for everything. So I posted pictures of this. Yeah. And I was like, should I worry about this? Because Ross was going to be driving up to Massachusetts with the kid. Yeah. And uh, I hope they said yes. Right? A lot of people said you should replace it when you can. And then tons of people were like, I've been driving around with cracks like that for years. Or, <laughs> or most of them were like, I live in blank state here, insert blank state here. And everybody drives like that. And it, a lot of people said it in Alaska. Because there's not a lot of paved roads, rocks are always doing this. Interesting. And in Alaska, everybody's driving around with cracked windshields. I oh. will replace it though. Um, so that's one thing. Check engine light is on. Nice. And that's only because uh, we got a, a muffler or something in the exhaust system sets off a sensor. Like basically, it's a leak in the exhaust system. I had to tell you that didn't uh, reassure me at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> did it just sound like I just made it up? It just it like you said that the check engine light is on, but don't worry, it's all because it's supposed to be on, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's only on because something's severely wrong with that no, part of the no, car. But outside of that, it's only on because of because of New York State. <laughs> New York State emissions laws. It's, it's the emissions laws keeping us down, holding us down. My car believes in itself, okay? Yeah. Uh, and then the light above that with the exclamation point, that just says one of the tires' pressure is, okay. is low. Right. But, again, that's not true information because... because the tires. Your car's giving you fake news? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because one of the tires. That's great. One of the tires' valves. One of the tires' valves doesn't have the computer chip that sends that pressure information to the car because of how I replaced the tire once. Okay. So because that that uh, pressure sensor isn't in that tire, it just always gives this alarm now. Gotcha. So the tires are fine, I think. <laughs> oh, man, uh, that was gold. That's, that's, yeah, fake news. This car is sponsored by Fox News. Um, but if you were driving, you would feel all sorts of fun stuff. Like like this steering wheel kind of slightly pulls, like the alignment is slightly off. So okay. 
you're basically always steering, even when you're trying to go straight. <laughs> but with all that said, we're going to make it up to Hyde Park. <laughs> we're going to the show. Oh, man. It's going to be great. <laughs> uh, do you feel safe? I, I feel I, I feel safe adjacent. Oh, I have know? one other light to point out. Okay. Uh, you probably can't see it from there, but next to the gas gauge, there's a airbag light on. Okay. That basically says the airbag does not work anymore. Okay. But I don't know for which side of the car. <laughs> so it's either me, either me or you, or both of us. Okay. If we hit a brick wall, Rochambeau, uh, baby. <laughs> this could be. This could be our goodbye. Oh man, uh, we are we are doing modern day version of Stan right here. You know the, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I dig this. I like that. I heard Eminem is going to produce a film about Stan oh, yeah, or a, docu a documentary about Stan. Like, yeah, like a documentary about like super fans, mega fans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you ever been a mega fan of anybody? Did you ever like? No. Follow somebody very closely. I have I have people that I've been a fan of their work for sure, but like uh, I don't think I've ever been a mega fan of anybody. Um, I had I had some stand moments of my really? own. Yeah. So I I my favorite rapper is this guy named E Don. I'm ashamed to admit he's a white rapper. E Don. Uh, okay. E D A N. It's like a Jewish name. He he's a really creative guy. Like really interesting. Artist, lyricist, producer. Um, I just, I just loved his stuff. All, okay. I always loved his stuff. And he, he was like putting stuff out in the aughts, like between like '01 and like '09. I think was really when he made all his best stuff. And now, okay. he, now he just DJs parties and stuff. But uh, I, he would play in Brooklyn, and I went to, I would always go to his shows. And I went, I went to a college show he did up in at Bard, actually up near where we'll be tonight. Oh, okay. My sister took me to see him. Uh, so I saw him maybe five or six times in a few years span of time. And this was back when I was drinking. And the problem with drinking when you're drunk is it like ruins your ability to have regular boundaries. Right. So like anytime I went to a show, I, it was always alone because I didn't really know anybody else that liked this guy. I would get hammered and I would dance and I'd sing along or whatever, but I'd always try to f find him, like to like say, oh my God, you're amazing. I don't even know what I wanted to say, honestly, but I just wanted to like <laughs> thank him or whatever. Yeah. And at several, well, I guess I always did at the on the merch line. I would always like say what's up and thank you. But there was one night at he played Webster Hall and his parents were there and somebody had given his parents flowers and they're side stage with flowers watching their kids show and I went up to them and was like talking their ear off about how amazing he is and like not reading the room like I, you don't <laughs> when you're that wasted you don't know how to read the room and I have yeah I have some shame about that like I think it's amazing it's great to obviously uh, patronize artists you love like buy yeah. their stuff support their work but uh, trying to get into their personal orbit is is weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I uh, I think there's value in acknowledging the awkwardness. Yeah. And whenever you feel awkward, acknowledge it and make the interaction short. You mean as the as the as the fan? The receipt? Okay. Yeah. Like I'll be like, hey man, um, just want to say I'm a big fan. Um, sorry if I'm being weird. I, I just I don't normally get to meet. Yeah. Uh, people whose work I admire, man. I just want to say I rock with you. Peace. Yeah, yeah. And step away. Yeah. That'll get you the story of saying you met them, mm -hmm. and you didn't make the person feel weird most times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I didn't have these things for a few reasons. Uh, one, I grew up um, being a New Yorker. I think gives you access to a lot of cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and I'm not like, like, like in the you're, sense you're that like, a little more savvy too. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like things that like, like for example, like every single, <clears throat> every single one of my favorite hip hop artists were from where I was from. Like yeah, I, yeah. I could go see where that video was shot. Right, I could yeah. touch those places. So like a lot of that, like these people are bigger than life thing. Yeah. Kind of goes away. Uh, yeah. And then uh, right after high school, I, uh, I worked with uh, some of my favorite hip hop artists 
And A, I got to see them as regular people, which was really like important to me. Yeah. I got to see their struggles, got to see them work on their art and and try to reach goals. Some succeed, some fail, and and uh, it made them human to me in a, in a way that uh I think was really important for me as a person. Um, but also like I got to see the other side of it. I got to see people be weird to them, and I was like, oh, I never want to do that yeah. if I meet someone else. Yeah, like um, you want to be you want to be cool and in short. Like, yeah, it was just it was just odd. And then there were people that like I thought were masterful that were like very good at like yeah. having a long normal dialogue, and I learned a bit from that. But uh, it, it's a skill. But overall, like, I definitely think a lot of people get it wrong. But it's not most people. I think most people actually like uh, they're saying the right things. And even if they're a little weird, I think the artist kind of just gets like, hey, uh, uh, I appreciate you coming out. And this is an odd situation, you know, so it's OK that you're a little weird. I, I like I just appreciate your energy. Um, I'm thankful that I wasn't weird often. Um, I could I could think of like times when I think I was close, but uh, again, I don't think I felt that level of like, oh, this is like the god or something for me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So kind of eliminate a lot of that for me. Uh, I just be like, oh yeah, that person's dope. Yeah. Um, like my favorite rapper is Nas. Um, I think if I met him, I'd be like relatively like quiet. Yeah, yeah. During that interaction, just because I wouldn't want to embarrass myself. Yeah. By the same token, maybe I get less from that interaction than other people like yourself. Yeah. You know, so there's a there's a there's a trade off to that. But uh. Well, you also, I mean, they do always say that thing of like, don't meet your heroes. Uh, yeah. Which it, it could mean, you know, because sometimes they suck, but also it just usually means like. Because they're not everything that you've built them up to be in your head, you know. Yeah. So like, it it'll feel it'll feel crummy if they're like not the person that you built them up to be or whatever. Like one of the things that threw me off every single person I've looked up to, whether it's like an athlete or an artist, um, something that threw me off that I realized uh, kind of uh, highlights what you're talking about. They're always shorter than I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, like I'm like, size-wise. yeah, I'm like, oh, you're like five, six. Yeah. You yeah. know, and like in the video, you look larger than life yes. or whatever, you know, yeah. and, I, and I get it because your music is significantly like important to me. They're shooting you in a certain way that makes you look all powerful. Yeah. And like, I'm like, yo, like, yo, you fit Prodigy was a little dude. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, Alan Iverson, another dude. Like, I'm, I'm like, yo, we, I'm taller than you. Yeah. You know? Beyonce. Yeah, like, they're pints. Yeah. You know, so, uh, yeah, like, they're regular people, and I think that's uh, important to remember. Um, but uh, in turn, I also think it's kind of what's dope about what we're doing. Like, if you are able to reach those heights, it's kind of incredible to, like, think that, like, yo, a dude that, like, has to wipe their ass is still capable of reaching those levels with certain people, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, I feel like, I like to remember that, like, at some point, Beyonce has phlegm. Yes. You yes. know, like she got like a booger, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, and I think that's like, like Jay is like, honey, you have, he, yo, he's like, give us <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, but I'm Beyonce. Like, <laughs> no. Nah, be that broccoli is in your teeth, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that shit cleaned is up. She, you know? Is she, Beyonce every now and again has some stinky ass farts. Yeah. Like she is so gross sometimes. She got eye boogers every morning. I yeah. promise you. Yeah. You know, and it's important to remember that they're people. Yeah. And, it, it lets you know, like, hey, like, when you're in their presence, enjoy them. Appreciate the work they've done and let them know that. That's dope, like, sincerely. Yeah. But uh, don't make them larger than life to you either. Right. And by the same token, like, that should be motivation to you to know that, like, a regular-ass person made the thing that you're in love with. Yeah. You can make crazy shit like that and be that to someone else. And speaking of phlegm, though, that, you know those little <laughs> pet peeves you have about your partner that, yeah. like... Are the, they will always drive you crazy, but you learn how to accept them. Yeah. Poor Ross, and you've experienced this with me now. I feel like I always have a little bit of phlegm in the back of my throat, and I'm always clearing my throat, and it, <laughs> it won't go away. And I'm like, I think I need to do real research on like certain liquids or temperature of liquids or rituals I should be doing to warm up my voice before I go on stage or before I'm even home. Like, if Ross has to hear me go. <coughs> 
like one more time in her life, <laughs> she will fucking tear my head off. Like she cannot handle it anymore. Uh, do you guys have any pet peeves about each other? That, For sure. And, um, and how do you how do you handle them? And do you have any that you're just straight up blunt with the other person about that um, you hate? Nah, I uh, Gabby's. Um, annoyance for me would be her indecision on what to eat for dinner. Yeah, yeah. She makes everyone else's food, but never wants to eat her what she cooked. Yes. And she doesn't know what she wants until like about 1 a.m. when everything closes. Right. Um, I feel the stress of that as a man and as a provider. Yeah. So I'm like trying to problem solve that from like... 3.30 in the afternoon Like I'm, I'm constantly Just asking her Like you're, yo You're that meme Of a beautiful mind Like looking at the chalkboard With all the equations Real talk like, trying, Just trying to figure out What to put in your wife's No I'm just constantly stomach. Like looking at like Alright we had this yesterday This was the day before Yeah She's planning on making that So she don't want that She had something sweet Earlier for breakfast Right And then like I'll present the options Uh I see what's local, and then I got a plan with what's locally around me at the time. Like maybe I'm coming from a show in the in the city or from downtown Brooklyn. That changes what's available to me on the ride home. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Like it's it is. It's been 15 years. B. I I, I can't crack the code. <laughs> I I never know. I never get it right. And that's it, hilarious. It is what it is. Like I've accepted it. Like I right, listen. This is my cross to bear. I gotta feed this lady. Yeah. Um. The one advantage that's come from it is she really, like, long-term wants to leave New York. Oh, really? Yeah, like, she wants to go to somewhere warm. Interesting. Um, she would love to go to Florida, but yeah. uh, understands that, like, because of what I do, that's not ideal. Right. Um, so she's, like, cool with, like, L.A. Um, wow. So this is my argument against it. I'm like, yo, I'm only able to feed you because we're in New York. Like yeah. everything is still open when you finally figure out what you want. Right. We anywhere else we go in the country, you think I'm gonna get you like fresh, freaking burritos at 3 a.m. in Florida? Like that's yeah. insanity. You know what I mean? Like there's literally two cities in this country that can do that. Right. Like it's limited, and then the range of what you want. You know what I mean? Like uh, you want a she wanted a muffin yesterday. It was 1 a.m. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. The, the same. The bakers are just now getting so, in. So. You know what I mean? Like they starting their day for like the morning rush at five. That ain't yeah. ready. Like you, yeah, you can get a muffin, but it's gonna be a day old. Uh, yeah. But yeah, another state, you're not getting that muffin at one in the morning. Yo, it's limiting. So uh, yeah, like stuff like that. Wait, how does it? So this becomes your responsibility just because you you are proud to provide for her, and it's yeah. like you want to be sweet. Right, because like I could say no, and like she'll solve it. But like I don't want her like mad all, all yeah. night, and then the next day she's like, ah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't eat what I want. That's not right. That's not. She's in. The, she's part of the team. Right. You know. So I, yeah, I, I make it a point to try to help and figure it. I don't get it right every day. Yeah. But we figure it out usually by the end. But man, it takes eight, nine, ten hours. I honestly think I'd be two, three specials in if I didn't waste mental energy <laughs> <laughs> into doing. I'd be so much more yeah. famous. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if you weren't making a menu for her. Every single uh, day. <laughs> you, I mean, well, in her defense, you do have that great story about going to uh, Fridays for dessert, for, to pick up dessert. Yeah, like, and, and, that, and that's 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 just part, that's that's a random day for me. Yeah. Like, just going above and beyond to get her food. Yeah. She deserves it. I'll do it every time. But, like, yes, like, I was excited that, like, she knew what she wanted. I got to go execute. Yes, but uh, yeah, now nah, it, it is a challenge. I and in turn, I have plenty of mine. Um, uh, one, uh, she definitely hates how I make the bed. Mm. Um, I think I make the bed fine, but I I know I don't make the bed. You're the way not she does. you're not talking the corners. Yeah, you're I'm, not a corner talker. Listen, we gonna be back here in a few hours. Like, yes, what, yeah. who's who's the show for? What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Who's rating this? Like, think, we fine. You think the drill sergeant is coming in to check everybody's beds? Yo, like, you know who the boss is? It's us. Like, real talk. Don't yeah. tell me. Don't tell you that we we didn't do it up to Paul. Yeah. You know what I mean? We'll pretend. Let the kids think we're doing this the same way we're telling them. And we yes. fine. But I don't want to do what they're doing. That's crazy over there. What you, what you got them doing? I, I have a laundry-related one. I mean, Linton, I guess that's not laundry, but... I uh, I love like after a long day kicking off my shoes and taking off my socks. 
Okay. And uh, just letting my dogs air out, you know? Amen. And I will admit that sometimes I just leave socks wherever they, wherever I took them off is where they stay <laughs> until she picks them up and uh, she hates it. She cannot stand random socks around the house. Yeah. Uh, which I, I don't like it either. If I see her socks, I'm like, <laughs> what's her problem? You know? Uh, I, def- I, I definitely, uh, after the kids go to bed, I pretty much like use the living room as my closet. Yeah. So like yeah. my coat will go there, my pants, my shirt, and yeah. I'm in boxers and undershirt uh, in the living room. In the chair. In the chair. So like when she wakes up, she just sees my whole outfit. That definitely annoys me. <laughs> She's like, yeah, well, you're like, we're, you're literally a room away. Like, and you go to the room. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a valid argument. I, I told her, I was like, listen, like, you're right. I'm already on the way to the room where I could just put the stuff in. I hear you every night. Um, Do the I, kids have their own rooms? Yeah, both kids have their own room. And then you and her have a and room. And then we have our room. Uh, they have their own hamper, so they do their own laundry. Yeah, that's uh, going to be huge. Yeah, it's clutch. Like, it took some time. Um, it cost me a little extra because I had we had, to, we had to do the pod thing. Yeah. But, like, simplicity's sake for them to learn. But it's paid off, man. They, yeah. They're, they're able to do every chore. At this point, low-key, they do the whole house. Yeah, yeah. Gabby does, uh, like, uh, uh, the whole thing over because she's, like, a, a knee freak. Yeah, But yeah. they're able to do everything. They clean the yeah. bathroom each twice a week. Yeah. They do their own laundry. They have to maintain it. They got to do clean and folds. Um, and how many bathrooms do you guys have? Uh, one full one that uh, it's upstairs, but like the one in my office you're seeing, it's a, it's a scary looking toilet and hand wash. Like, yeah, yeah. But so it's, it's an option. It's an option, yeah. yeah. So it essentially just becomes where me and Aiden go pee. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's so. That's the men's room. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that that I can see becoming a problem for us. Uh, yeah. The older Franny gets, we have one bathroom, no other options. Unless, if it comes down to it, and I've admitted this to Ross, there have been times I've relieved myself in the kitchen sink. Oh. Just because there's no other option. That's taboo, man. Uh, yeah, I, uh, should I not have said that? On, the, on here I think it's great uh, <laughs> For everyone to know Not to eat at Patrick's house You know uh, <laughs> I mean this is This is This is one bedroom living man Amen it's, I, we're, we're like In a tiny house on the prairie Is what, what it is So we gotta do What we gotta do I would tell you uh, So I I, I uh, When I got sick And I was in the hospital I actually took the The little like Piss thing they give you catheter oh yeah. like the do it in the bed yeah there's yeah. like a bottle not in the bed there's like a bottle that like uh and like they clip it next to the bed yeah so you yeah. can stand up and pee without going to the yeah to the bathroom um <laughs> i just took one of those home that's pretty nice straight up so i'm peeing that whenever like the bathroom's taken and then i could dump it in the toilet i did i did have wish i had one of those for the car uh for a gig i was doing Comics Roadhouse in Connecticut, yeah. which is like at the end of Connecticut, at the end of I-95 in Connecticut, and you ever work for them? I don't think so. Uh, the Booker, the Booker is a very gruff person. The way he communicates by email is a little scary. <laughs> and uh, I was emceeing this this showcase, and I texted him. I was like, "Hey, I'm in bumper to bumper traffic on 95. It's going to be close." Okay. And he was like, just get here. You're emceeing. Show starts in an hour. GPS says one hour. Uh, <laughs> and I got to piss more than anything. So not only am I stuck in traffic, but I want to stop and go piss. But I had an empty muscle milk okay. bottle because I have massive muscles. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got to feed them. Um, no, I, was, I think it, this was during a time when I was like, well, if I'm going to eat junk food all the time and I want sugar constantly, at least I'll get something that says it's healthy or whatever. Yeah, I do a muscle so, milk on the road. Yeah, so I was drinking the uh, muscle milk bottles empty. Um, so I decide I'll pee in that. So I get up as high as I can like this in, in the chair. Okay. And I take out my equipment and I stuff it in the top of the bottle. <laughs> and I just let... It took... It took I had to go so bad, but it took several minutes to get to my brain to that place of zen, zenful peace where I could actually let go. And I finally let go, and this was the oddest sensation I've ever had. 
I'm going, and it's uh, it feels like such a relief. And this is, I, what are those bottles? Maybe ten ounces or something? Like twelve, yeah. So all of a sudden, the the circumcised head of my penis, which we covered last week, okay, is immer- immersed in hot liquid. Okay. And basically, I I the piss was gonna start coming out of the bottle if I didn't stop because I filled right. it so quickly. I didn't realize. I didn't know we had that much piss in I never measured it. Yeah, I always assume. So, I get dribbled, but I always assume once a day I'm going to do a 20 ounce. Yeah, and it, yeah, I think that's about what this was because I had to stop midstream, take it out. I'm definitely making a mess at this point in my lap. Yep. Uh, now you're never going to want to take another ride in this car. Oh, no, man, we're uh, here now. We're in it. <laughs> so I take it out, <laughs> and then I got to do that thing where I'm holding in a, ha- a second half of a piss. Yeah. And I roll the window down and I'm like shaking piss out into the <laughs> frigid night air on the highway uh, and then I redo it again and uh, I, fin- I think it did fit in the second dose but uh, and that never feels as good but I, I after that I did google uh, truck driver pee containers oh. uh, driving catheter is a thing I looked up and there are there are devices that you know allow you to keep driving while going interesting um, but the answer is not a soft drink bottle because they're they're not big enough nah, nice. Cause, oh and I was glad it was a muscle milk because it has the wide mouth on it and like right like a 16 ounce soda I could do it in one of those if I had to but it would take some mashing to yeah nah that's not worth it bro fit you, you'd get injured nah man I'm telling you get the get the thing from the hospital yeah I like the sounds of that I want that it works I can, and to your point I keep one in the car yeah, I have it in a in a bag in the trunk so that when I need to, I can pull over, take a leak, keep it moving. It has a handle so your hands stay clean. Yeah, you know it's, it's it, it works, man. Here's the trick I do: if I ever pull over on the side of the road and pee, yeah, I always hold the phone up to my ear, so people Ooh. think I'm just standing, talking root talk or car trouble, <laughs> but really I'm defecating on public land. That's how you do it, baby. I like it. You ain't want to be a stand-up comedian before this, huh? You know what I mean? Now y'all do. Y'all know what it takes. <laughs> yeah. This is the real, okay? The, a lot of peeing in cars. The road, road hacks. <laughs> That's a funny web series named Road Hacks because you think it's, you know, com- hacky comics, but it's about, uh, you know, shortcuts and hacks. Oh, yeah. Like I, somebody, uh, I'm sure somebody's already doing it. Yeah, like there's like a, a list of like hotels that like uh, they don't check. Oh, for breakfast? For breakfast. Yeah, That's yeah, vital. Yeah. Yeah. Just walk in. Have you done that? I haven't because I've thankfully been able to stay at places where yeah. like it's done, but I, I know of them. Yeah, I'm not. And I see why, why it would work. I'm just not, like, brave enough to just go for it. I mean, I, that I'm not worried about. It's just uh, I thankfully haven't had to, but, yeah. like, uh, I do it on some dare shit. Yeah. It's also not the best breakfast either. Yeah, it's pretty limiting. You know what I mean? The, they, I feel like they, like... They're like smart though. Uh, they're like they'll like spend the money on like one brand. Yeah. Like uh, it'll be like off-brand cereal, but they'll have like Chobani yogurt. Yeah. Just to be like, look, like this is official, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think I learned how to make waffles at at at, at, at a hotel from yeah. like a little kid. Yeah, the waffle station is always the line's always backed up. Yeah. Uh, and that uh, that batter is just so good. It's beautiful. You you eat it and you just know that this nothing is good is coming from this in my body, but <laughs> the enjoyment. They give you healthy options usually though. You usually get like uh some boiled eggs. Yeah. You know? You get like a a, a pre-made omelet. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um they usually got some cereals. The milk variety isn't that crazy. But uh and you usually get like Greek yogurt and some water. A lot of them get the fruit thing because it's a cheap thing. And they got green bananas. The bananas are never ripe, but yeah. you could take them for the future, for future use. Yeah. Tangerines I've gotten lately. I like those. Clementines, you well, know. I'm, I'm certain eventually we will work the road, do some overnight, so we'll have to, we can delve into the the breakfast scene of the Holiday Inn Expresses around the country. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be fun. But for now, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I have no idea how this will sound or look, but uh, if you enjoyed it, 
Let us know in the comments. Do you ever say stuff like that on your other podcast? Let us know in the comments. Uh, subscribe and like. Um, we, I've, I have no idea if people are even listening or watching. Uh, so please do. Let, let us know if you're enjoying it. We didn't die. I think that's, that's a positive. Well, we do have one hour and four minutes to go. Uh, so far. You're yeah. right. Um, but yeah, thanks everybody. Peace.